morning, everyone. You are listening to the Crude Audacity podcast, the podcast that talks shop shit and all things strategy with oil patch influencers. I am Catherine Mills. So I do apologize for going MIA for the last two weeks. It has been an absolutely exhausting time, as I'm sure many of you are experiencing. I have had friends in multiple industries completely laid off with no option but to wait for the nation to restart. While I am thankful to be an essential employee, I gotta say, everyone is suffering, everyone is bummed out, and the tenacity on LinkedIn has even changed. And I don't blame anyone for reaching their limit. We have been inundated and overstimulated for the last month and a half with misinformation, false narratives, inaccurate models, and just exhaustive dialogue. So in regards to the coronavirus, I gotta say, everyone is bored and no one is saying anything new or noteworthy anywhere. We are still ignoring facts and the reality is is that facts just don't make for good conversation. Still, there are some who are steady soldiers breaking down the data, what the statistics mean, pointing out gaps in headlines, constant steady communication. And while I applaud them, the reality is that only scientists care about the numbers. And why should anyone else care about numbers, right? I mean, math really is the only universal language, so (laughs) it's easy to ignore. And since everyone does seem bored, Today, I decided to talk about what isn't being discussed. So, I have to admit, one of the reasons I decided to stay silent over the last week was because I was waiting for the other shoe to drop on this pandemic. What were we, are we, and have we been missing while this colossal distraction is plaguing the globe? Has anyone else heard the word manufactured? It has slowly been infiltrating the mainstream media when referencing the coronavirus and It is a terrifying word and one I honestly hoped would not surface. So for all of those who love a good conspiracy theory, buckle up. Here is the million dollar question. Was the coronavirus manufactured? Was it a purposeful release gone terribly wrong by the Chinese government? And when did discussing this topic become a declaration of racism? Good Lord. So here are the facts as I have followed them. Coronavirus is a generic name that could be applied to any virus. So the proper name really is COVID-19. The bat theory is just that. It is a weird-ass theory designed by weird-ass people. The Wuhan Center for Disease Control and the Wuhan Institute for Virology have released viruses before, both intentionally and accidentally. Ventilators are overused and overprescribed. COVID-19 has been found to be a blood infection rather than a respiratory infection, and while ventilators can be helpful, it is quite an invasive tactic. So here's the breakdown. The data was just being viewed from the wrong angle, and this is very normal, and this is also why we study trends. The actual infection rate and death rate of COVID-19 is still not known period. No negotiations on this because proper testing is not happening and most hospitals are declaring almost every death related to COVID-19 at this point because of the insurance perks. That's just happening, people. Get used to it. And finally, the overwhelming mayhem of this disease is false for most locations. Go there, do a drive-by, check it out for yourself. Yes, there are some places that are overwhelmed, but for most places, that is not the case. So now let's break down the conspiracy, yeah? Ask yourselves, why would the Chinese government release a manufactured virus? Well, I can think of two reasons. 
trade tariffs, and the aging population. So we're going to start with the trade tariffs. The entire world needs to hear this. A country is a company and not a safe space. Companies are meant to evolve, negotiate, grow, survive, and fail. No company is responsible for the success of another company. This is capitalism, it is market share, and it is the free world. And the United States has always had a contentious relationship with China. So when the president began pushing back on other countries, such as Mexico, Canada, Middle Eastern alliances, the Paris Accord alliances, and yes, China for trade negotiations, it was not the act of a racist elitist, but a CEO recognizing that there was opportunity for a better deal. Y'all, it is just good business. I don't care what side of the aisle you are on. I don't care where you stand on the reach of America. You need to understand that a country is a company plain and simple. And America, from our military to our oil fields, human rights and environmental, we far exceed the efforts and advancements of any other country. So let's jump back on China. Negotiations with China compromise their controls. That's a huge problem for their government because China is not in the business of relinquishing their control and so they find ways to play. They can't fight back physically because the U.S. decided to review some old agreements, but they decide to play dirty. So the theory goes, you burn us, we burn you. If true, the release of the coronavirus is an intentional act of war. So now, the other side of the coin, the aging population. It is ignorant to say that the aging population does not contribute. This just is not the case because for most of us, we are too poor to ever stop working or life simply doesn't present the opportunity to stop working. Regardless, it is fair to say that the aging populations do not contribute to the economic booms in the same way that their younger selves once did. That's fine and this is normal. What it does present, however, is a populace that takes more than it produces. And this, again, back to numbers, can be challenging to carry. Mix that simple fact with the fact that China is not known for valuing human life in the same capacity as other nations. In fact, China is a poster child for an absolute plethora of disgusting human rights violations. This is something that everyone needs to be willing to discuss. The fact is, is that there are some locales that just don't care. And the UN predicts that the Chinese populace over the age of 65 will be approximately 28% by 2050 and is currently around 12%. So when you apply that percentage to 1.3 billion people living in China, oh my god, that is a huge burden. If this portion of the conspiracy theory is true, it is by far the most prolific violation of basic human rights in history. So was COVID-19 manufactured? Was it purposely released? And was there a target? More importantly, what other countries might have been involved and to what extent? These are all questions that the entire world needs to be asking. If any of these theories prove remotely true, the Chinese government must be held accountable. Their people are people and not experiment subjects, and nor is a contract renegotiation an excuse to unleash biological warfare. It has been about two months, and finally, everyone is concerned about kickstarting the economy. Thank God. And again, the president did say it best. We cannot let the cure be worse than the disease. So far, we have allowed this to happen. So do all you socialists get it now? Government handouts don't do shit. You need the worker bees and the pioneers and the leaders to get up every day and go fund your safe space. Everybody is equal mooching lifestyles. Well, newsflash. 
Not everyone is equal, and all you are entitled to in the free world is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Everything else is perk and privilege. So you want the world to restart again? Take back your rights. Go back to work. Will it be fast? No. Will it be easy? Hell no. However, everyone in the country needs to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and get back to getting busy. The greatest generation in the world is known as the greatest generation because of their resiliency, not because they gave up their rights, but because they took back their rights. They stood up when no one else would. They persevered, they strategized, and they survived. So think about it. Now we're going to switch gears to OPEC Plus. <laughs> what the shit is this? I have to ask, Oilfield, did you really think the negotiations between Saudi and Russia would result in a leveled playing ground? Did you really think that that would boost prices? Guys, this is and always has been about market share, and we have a glut right now. Plain and simple. Oh, and by the way, for those that don't know, OPEC consists of Algeria, Angola, Congo, Guinea, Gabon, Iran, Iraq, Kuwait, Libya, Nigeria, Saudi Arabia, UAE, and Venezuela. Notice I did not say Russia or Mexico, because they don't give a shit. Listen to my previous rants. What do I tout? What am I always saying? The way to oil field security is by controlling global conventional production. If you get one side to agree to a cutback, well, then it just opens up for the other side to ramp back up because it is market share. Tariffs are not the answer, but do pose a potential burden on market share for other countries. But here's the reality, people. No one cares where their energy comes from as long as their pipelines keep flowing. So to fix the problem, shut in and control global conventional production. The face of oil and gas is almost unrecognizable, and I have had more contacts laid off in the last few weeks than I can help save. The tone of LinkedIn has changed, and as I have said, everyone is exhausted, but I would like to encourage all those listening to be willing to help their fellow man, be willing to take the call, write the recommendation, host the training, and make the connection, because right now, karma is a very real thing, and although most of us will have to leave and transition out of industry, by being willing to pay it forward, you help start a new chapter and kickstart the economy. The most successful people I know have their hand in many pots, so think about it. I have always said that if you make less than $150,000 a year individually, then you need a side hustle because as you have found, the world can change overnight. Security is a myth and can disappear within moments. So being broke is part of the journey, but staying broke is a choice. You know what I hope will change after the world wakes back up? I hope that the innovators, the pioneers, and the doers will be praised. There will no longer be a tolerance or an excuse for the lazy, arrogant, egotistical, and entitled. You are owed nothing, and the hardships and stress that terrify you every day will only fuel your stamina. You should listen to me because America is the land of opportunity and the oil field is the frontier of success and we will show the world what leaders we are. It is by the very strength of our backs that we will succeed because we are owed nothing and can still earn everything. America, it is time to take back our reality and hoist the colors. Just my thoughts on the last couple of weeks. It's been an interesting time. As always, you can hit me up through the website at www.thecrudaudacity.com. Thanks so much. I look forward to connecting with you soon.